vagina. That thing was huge. You said that, not me. Take it away by Wicks. Let's Welcome everyone to Claire and Big Blue, probably the only podcast on the internet dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants. That's right, football and football, balls for everyone's tastes. I am Mike Fish and I am joined as always by Mr. Alex Middleton. Alex. What's up, dude? Doing? I'm glad it wasn't the Texas Milk Snake today. Yeah, I didn't I'm glad to... that's not what I was introduced as. I don't want to rehash the same material. What am I? Some hack comedian. No. <laughs> well, you can try it out in different cities. In different cities? Yeah, I mean, you oh, do like, the same act in different cities to work it out. Like when we go on tour? Maybe. When we do the CPV tour, then yeah, we'll try out. We'll have to try the same thing out and see how it works. Be like, oh, this works better in Milwaukee than it did in Virginia, you know? Yeah, I imagine if you go to like Connecticut, they'd be like, "What the fuck is a Texas milk snake?" Yeah, they'd have like no no clue. Stupid. They'd, they'd be terrible. intrigued for sure because it does sound interesting. No, be, then the audience would be paying attention because they'd all be on their phones googling what a Texas exactly. Milk snake and then was. then there goes your whole hour or whatever bit you're working on. You know, they're so, on their phones at that point. Sports podcast and TED talk because we're educational. Pretty much. How you been? How was your weekend? That was pretty good. I didn't do a ton. Watched a lot of basketball. Watched some UFC. That was pretty sweet. Oh, did you did you go somewhere to watch it, or did you pay the five hundred dollars that it costs to get a UFC pay per view? Um, I went to my brother's house and watched it, and they obtained it. I'll just you... say that they obtained it. Because I oh, I always get the emails from. ESPN because I have ESPN Plus and they they word it as if oh we have a special offer for you to watch UFC and it's really just the same offer it, yeah it's the same price <laughs> basically okay. you can just buy it you save six dollars because you've already paid the six dollars oh thanks ESPN very nice of you which I guess is like nicer than to let you know like hey at least we're counting it as part of your bill maybe i don't i don't know i mean i appreciate him letting me know but i also know like i hate when you try and get on the app on like a saturday where there's a big fight and it'll just be like like you're like i'm just gonna go check let me go look at the stats from the west ham game oh and then it's just like oh guess who's fighting tonight boom and it's got that big like ad that just keeps popping up and you always accidentally click it so it takes you to like the buy that page you're like one i'm not gonna buy it on my phone and two like i'll buy it when i want to buy it just chill out espn it's like Facebook. Let's get too much. Whenever I try to update our Facebook page, which you can go to at facebook.com slash pod, every single time I go to our Facebook page, Facebook's like, hey, do you want to connect your WhatsApp account to your Facebook? No. I don't know why. Well, I, I don't want to. Do con- it's, it's literally. Did you watch The Office, the American version? Yeah, of course. Like, it's like a real life version of Whoop, is what they're trying to do, where they're like, hey, we should just make it where I can tweet you and you can also get it on Facebook. And like, it's our, Facebook's already like, hey, you should do the same thing with your Facebook that you do on Instagram. I was like, no, bro. 
I want like I want to put stuff on Instagram that I don't put on Facebook, and I want to put stuff on Facebook that I don't put on Instagram, and like I don't also want to send it to my MySpace and like my LinkedIn and my what WhatsApp and Snapchat. Like we don't need to all be the same thing. Instagram is the worst for that. When I I posted a. Uh, a, gr- a gram is that what I, I don't know what the, oh, you, you're gramming it yeah i'm gramming it and one time i said and it was like hey do you want to on the grizzy do you want to also post this on the the f busy and i was like no the i don't want to i don't want to put it on facebook and I was like, okay and then the next time i posted it they didn't ask me it was just like he does he does really and of course he on... does he said no last time but we knew he wanted to and also uh, next time i go on my <laughs> facebook and I just got this post with all these hashtags, looking like an idiot using hashtags on Facebook. Who does that? Yeah, it's I don't. That's why I don't connect like any of my stuff like that. Like I don't even have um, the Facebook Messenger app. And then people are like, "Yo, bro!" Like one of like uh, my West Ham group that I watch games with. Uh, when I first like was in that group, they were like one of the dudes was giving me shit one time. He was like, "Yo, why don't you ever respond to anything in the group message?" And I was like, "What group message?" He was like, um, on Facebook? I was like, yeah, because I only look at the Facebook chat like when I'm at work and like when I'm on Facebook, on my computer. And he's, I was like, like, would you like my phone number? Perhaps that would be an easier way to reach out to me than just Facebook and hoping I see it. Because I don't know. Like Now, like on, my, on, on Instagram, there's like messages, then there's message requests, and then there's primary, and then there's general messages. And it's like, I don't want to check four different tabs. Oh, I, Instagram message. Oh, I love that because it will show you the messages you've received. Mm-hmm. And then it will say, would you like to accept this message? Well, you've already fucking given it to me. I've seen it. This- yeah. Well, like, but if you want to reply or respond to somebody, then you have to, like, accept it, though. Ridiculousness. I don't know. I'm sure this is super entertaining to everybody watching. It's 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 topical ish because obviously everyone's going nuts about the the claim and calling for people to need to show their photo ID to sign up for social media accounts and everyone's going eh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Everybody's talking about that. Eh, like that. Eh, Just like that. That's what I was thinking. That's that's what whenever I hear like internet bitching, <laughs> that's 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 the how I hear it. It makes it easier to read. It does. Tracking me. I always read it like, oh, oh, yeah, right. I'm not gonna do that. Like that's how a, I read it. It's a good voice. Um, but talking about the internet because we're on it right we're now. On it. That's a fact. Facts live. Um. So yes, last week I introduced you as a Texas milk snake. So I was going to. By the way, we are going to get to some sports eventually. But um, I was googling things about Texas. So what can I call Alex this week? And then I come across this article. 17 Texas facts that will blow you away. And I mean guns, actually. And I... Yeah, 17 means. And I thought, these are always good. I'll read them. And they did not blow me away. Um, I don't know why, because 17 seems like a very random number. But you know when like you read... Do you ever read lists like this from time to time? Obviously, I'm, I'm assuming you don't do this on a regular basis, but um, you're familiar with these. Yeah. And they always have some random number, and then you look through them, and you're like, they seem like they were struggling to get to 17. Why didn't they just make it 15? Yeah, they so obviously make- couldn't make it to 20. 
And it's like, well, we got to throw it. We can't just do 15. Like, just chill out, dude. Just figure it out. So I'm Cut gonna a read... couple of the bad ones out. I'm going to read some of these. I'm not going to read all 17 because that's just... I kind of want to hear all moment. 17 now, so... All right, maybe we'll get to maybe. 17. Right. But you can tell when they started struggling because, like, fact number one, that's going to blow you away, Alex. Are you ready? Let's go. I'm glad you're sitting down already. Right, fact number one about Texas is that Dr. Pepper was invented in Texas. In Waco, Texas. Yeah. I've I mean, been I... to the Dr. Pepper plant. Ah. Fun fact about that as well. That's where Chip and Joanna Gaines are from, from that that HGTV show, Fix Your Upper. I've also been to their little place. There's also some fun history about Waco. There's a doc- few documentaries about that place. Yeah, the Branch Davidians. Mm, which i started an offset of called the branch gravidians where we tried to unite um cool ranch and nacho cheese doritos into one bag and doritos went silent on us so we were friends off with them and then luckily our good friend little nasek started like representing for them so i was like okay cool we're back friends on he's having fun right now yeah he is um Good good for him but you may have been to the place but have you got I can't do this because of the. I do not have a Dr. Pepper tattoo. Ugh, I can't do it because of the mirroring and then the angle. But yeah, you get the gist. I have a Dr. Pepper tattoo. Yeah. For those listening, by the way, you can't see that. Dr. Pepper tattoo. Anyway, <laughs> that blew you away. Fact number two the first frozen margarita machine was invented in Dallas. I did not know that. There That's pretty cool. Um. This was actually, actually pretty good. Like the Six Flags. So, you know, Six Flags theme park. Yeah. The name derives, because the original one was in Texas. Uh, Six Flags comes from the six countries that have ruled over Texas at one point or the other. I did know that. Oh, you did? That's a pretty mm-hmm. interesting little fact. Can you name all six? Probably not. Spain, France, Mexico, United States. The other two are kind of fake. The Republic yeah. of Texas and the Confederate States of America. I mean, technically. Yeah. Um, well, I don't acknowledge the Confederate States of America. Finally, that is good for something. <laughs> Love me some... Oh, we've got Blake in the house. Proud Texan. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, is it Blake and Zach? Blake is a proud man from Texas who, fun fact, I met in Cancun. Doesn't oh, mean... Really? Doesn't mean um... snap and clap. He's really good at that. Forrest Gump impression. There we go. I could have okay. blanked there. Um, mean. Um, <laughs> next one. This one you probably do know because of recent history. Texas uses his own power grid. I do know that. Yeah, you found that out the hard way. Mm hmm. Um, then this is where it starts getting. Uh, do we have to do 17? Uh, yes, we need 17. Okay, sure. Uh, the colors used on the Texas flag are the exact same as those used on the United States flag. Yeah, that's that's like... Okay. That's the scraping now. Because I was kind of... So I had to look through the rest, and I was kinda, I was waiting for the one was like, Texas <laughs> is also spelled... also star like... The American flag as well has stars. Texas is spelt with five letters. I was waiting for shit like that, but... Texas has an X in it. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, that is true. Uh, everyone in the town of Dish, Texas, received free basic television and DVRs for 10 years from Dish Network. So that's actually pretty cool. That is cool. Good for them. Good for Dish. So they could get free Dish? I mean, 10 years, that's pretty good. I'd move. Solid. If it was a year one, I'd definitely move. But then I've never heard of Dish Texas. Nor have I. Place it is. But yeah, so Texas, fun. It's a fun yeah. place. Real crazy place, man. Wild West. With the same colors as the United States. Little known fact. Okay. So, now that's over with. That was fun. We've learned something today together. Let's talk about sports, I guess. So today, obviously, we're going to talk about... There's not, there's no West Ham game to talk about. Uh, the Giants haven't really done much in the last week after owning free agency last week. Yep, winning uh, it. So we're going to talk about football and football still, but we're going to compare. So uh, remakes of the famous... Uh, Jesus Christ, my memories. Terrible. Um... Oh, what the fuck is his name? He's, um... Burt Reynolds. Jeez. There we go. I should write... I should make notes for this. That'll probably maybe, be helpful. Maybe that might be a good idea. But Burt Reynolds movie of 1974, I believe it was come out. So I remember that shit, but I don't remember Burt Reynolds' name. Um, so remakes of that. So there was obviously Longest Shard featuring Adam Sandler and Mean Machine starring... How this man hasn't won an Oscar, Vinnie Jones, uh, in Me Machine in the UK version. So we're going to kind of talk about those. But first, obviously, West Ham United big news this week. Uh, Jared Bowen, apparently, when he was 14, sent some naughty tweets. Uh, have you seen no. these tweets, Alex? Um, I, you told me about it like right before we started the show, but I don't really even know exactly what he tweeted. Honestly, all I know is that w- what we should do is judge everybody by the actions that they did as a fourteen-year-old. I've been, I've been very adamant my entire life that what you do when you're fourteen is basically what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Also, sorry, I've got, I just saw this. Didn't even notice. Apparently, according to Blake, there is an embassy for the Republic of Texas in London. How about that? that? I didn't know that. That's, well, that's a tourist destination right there. I'll tell you that much. Next time I go home, that's guess where I'm going. And then you can call me and be like, Alex, guess where I am? I'm in the same place as you. Because technically, you'd be on Texas soil, right? Yeah. We'd be I like... Think, I think that's how it works. I don't know. Even though we'd be further apart, we'd never have been closer. Exactly. It's quite poetic. It's it it is very poetic. Anyway, so yeah, Jared Bowen, 14 years old. Apparently, he was like... I can't remember the exact week, so he obviously got deleted. Enough, but I couldn't find it, but I don't really care. But, um, yeah, he used the N-word with ending in an A in a hashtag and the word please, so you can work it together, what he was saying. Mm. Um, he Obviously, he apparently the Premier League uh, investigating it, and West Ham said it's going to be handled internally. He has apologized and deleted the tweets, which I think is as much as you can do for your, your 14-year-old self. But the thing I want to... I couldn't get my head around. Right, okay. 14-year-old Jared Bowen says something stupid. I know... Well, I, don't, I don't know many 14-year-olds now, but when I was 14, <laughs> I knew plenty. As a former 14-year-old. As a former 14-year-old, I can vouch that 
fucking I know it's a nasty word. Whoa, but, whoa. But they're idiots. Whoa, we don't say that. We, we don't, don't say that word. That was an we example. That, that was an example of what we, we don't do not, say. We do not condone the use of that word. But they're idiots. We can agree to that, though, right? People are idiots. There are people that are idiots that overreact yeah. to these things. So but we don't call them names like that. Sorry, Alex. But yeah, and get you in a lot of trouble these days. So he shouldn't have said that. He apologized. End of. But what I can't get my head around is where whether these tweets get. Who is sitting at their computer and decides one day? I'm going to see what this person tweeted nine years ago. Oh, dude, do you know how you do this stuff? No. So, like, they have software that you can do it with. But then, like, the real way that I feel like most just, like, people that try and cancel people randomly on the internet do is, like, you would have to be, like, your your Twitter is at Mr. Mike Fish. So I would type in at Mr. Mike Fish and then every derogatory, terrible word that I could think of to see if it flags it that you have typed that. So you would have to have typed the n-word and hit enter and your thing so it's like basically you're typing these words that you're then going to be upset that somebody said but you are also literally typing the words into your 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 keys so like i i don't i don't know i i, I don't agree with people saying that shit but i also think that like it's a fucking like was it, if you're if, was he quote was there quoting a rap song because that used to be a thing like with kids growing up you know like that's not a thing anymore i get it I get it. We were dumb back in the day. People didn't know. Like, it was not the same time. Like there were like the, the the jokes that would fly back then don't fly now. And I'm not saying that they were right then and they're wrong. They're they're not right now. I'm just, it's just like we look at shit differently. And people used to be like beheaded when they would commit crimes. Now we have like a process where we take you to court and shit. Like that 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 would be looked at like it's like wow that's crazy. But, like, yeah, man, I'm not, like, mad that people beheaded people back in the day. I'm not like, oh, fuck, can you believe that? Yeah, I can. It was a weird time. But I, what, I, don't, I don't understand what, what was the end goal. Like, to just get mad at people. Like, if you don't like somebody, you go and you type in their Twitter, and then you type in every pa- bad thing that they could say, like, every word or slur that they could have possibly said. And if something pops up, then you got a gold mine if you want to cancel them. And you're like, boom. Like, this happened to Josh Allen of the Bills a couple of years ago when he was coming out. It's going to inevitably happen to some kid in a month. It, it, it's going to get drafted. He's going to be 20 years old, 21 years old. Get, like just got drafted to an NFL team, and they'll be like, "Man, can you believe that he did this?" Laramie Tunsil, he had a fucking, he was smoking out of a bong gas mask, and like that, like fucked up his draft stock. But when? People, when did he do it? Um, I don't know. I don't know when the when he actually did it, but I know that like the the picture of it came out the day of the draft. And so then he just that, fell. Well, people just don't like people. And it's like, if you have a grudge against somebody, it's like, this is their time to shine. Well, you know what? I remember a time when they didn't make me feel good. It's like, maybe it was some bully or whatever back in the day. And then, like, maybe he did bully that person. And so, like, you're like, to get him back, I'm going to ruin his life or try to ruin his life. Just if you if you want to cancel people, okay, whatever. But, like, give me all of your internet history. Like, that should be the rule. If you want to be the person that blows whistle on somebody else, show me all your shit. It's mind blogging, boggling. Go fucking get a hobby. Yeah. I do. Uh, so Jared Bowen, yes, shouldn't have said it, 
But he apologized, deleted it. He was 14 years old. Let's move on. Speaking, though, of not being able to move on, Giants beat writers apparently are very upset that there's too much positivity. Because people are happy. Because people are happy because last week the New York Giants were crowned world champions of free agency. Yes, they were. And there was a parade. It was amazing. It was like an open top, you know, sort of air circulation because of COVID. You know, mm-hmm. you can't do it. And it was then good. everyone, it was good. The, the parade was socially distanced. It was fantastic. Um, but all of a sudden, people are now being, oh, yeah, but do you remember when they traded, they, sorry, traded, they drafted Saquon in the first round? That was stupid at the time. Okay, one. Yeah. Okay, it, what do you want us to do about it? Dude, I got a great blog. I got a great, I got a great page for him. Right here, just if any New York Times writers, if you want to just snag this one, and throw it on the uh, the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday uh, New York Times. Just let me know so I can grab a copy at least. But um, hey, remember the Holocaust? That was a bad idea. And just run with that. There you go. Yeah, like, nailed it. That's a like. Yeah, let's like think of some shit that like we can. Say was but like I don't I don't know if like fuck you dude like let us be happy Saquon's a fucking beast Saquon's gonna be fine we're gonna be fine I don't know if we're gonna resign Saquon but whatever dude but again it's one of those similar connected to what we were just talking about with Jared Bowen it's, what's your end goal what they have done they don't have what is the because it's not like we can go back in time and change our pick because the narrative was that maybe Gettleman knows what the fuck he's doing. And they're like, ah, no, 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 no. I wrote too many hit pieces on Gettleman. And it's like, I've been critical of Gettleman, too. We've both been critical of Gettleman. I'm sure that most Giants fans have at some point been critical of Dave Gettleman. But it looks like the last two offseasons, he's done some shit that's been pretty good. It looks like it. If he can draft well again, these writers are going to be absolutely furious. And they're going to be like, well, I already... I already said I didn't like him, so now I gotta find more reasons not to like him. Like it's just gonna keep going that way. I, I thought when people say something stupid, they sound like a bro. Now they just sound. I don't know. They sound like that. Oh, I was kind of looking forward to. It. Come on, man! We're gonna do. Come on, dude! What are you doing, bro? Yeah. I and I, I think too many people are caught up in this. Oh, it has to be one way or the other. Like they feel. You know, if they call Dave Gettleman an idiot, then they have to keep calling him an idiot and they keep finding excuses to call him an idiot. No, Dave Gettleman did some stupid shit. He was an idiot. He did some idiot stuff. But credit where credit's due, he's doing well now. So I stand by my criticism of him three years ago, but he's doing well now, it seems. So let's just be happy. Hey, remember Ryan Leaf when he got drafted? That was a bad move by the Chargers. Let's write a blog about that. Fucking! I remember stuff. <laughs> yeah, just as Will Ferrell once said, "Everyone love everyone. Let's just be happy." Giants are gonna go seventeen and zero this year. We are getting that extra week. We're playing the Dolphins now. Going to Miami, South Beach, Benito ah. in Miami. Think Pitbull's gonna be at the game. Probably. I I hope so. Him, Flow Rider, Will Smith. If Flow Rider's not there, I'm not going. No. I'm out. 
but you know who will be there? Who? LPG, probably. Because he's probably, he very likely will be there, yeah. To be fair, I'd go to Miami as well. It's a nice Yeah, place. no, I mean, who wouldn't? South Beach, bringing the heat. Ah. Oh. That's the only thing I can think of. That there's way more to that song, but uh, welcome to Miami. That was a great. And then, do you remember that? Do you remember when that song came out, Alex? When it came, Willennium. It came out like right around 2000, right? Like 99. Now that I think about it, I remember being very annoyed because do you remember the video? Do you ever watch the video of Miami by Will Smith? I don't remember off the top of my head. Okay, so in the video version, like the last verse kind of speeds up and becomes kind of a very... And he's like rapping over this very upbeat fast track. And I'm like, oh, this comes become a party and everyone's dancing in Miami and stuff. It's really cool. But then I bought the album and it's just the same stuff all the way through. There's no... Hmm. Like, oh, what the fuck? It was a video Tease exclusive. Me. Tease me, Will Smith. And that was before, like, I could just easily go on YouTube and just rip that shit. It's like, I had to go on, like, Napster and LimeWire. Do you remember those? Yeah. And then just and it, ruin your parents' computer. Yeah, and you'd always find Will Smith, Miami, amazing quality, and you download it, and suddenly viruses everywhere. Yeah, and it's not at all the song you thought it was. Or it's just a video of a goat screaming. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Again? Pretty much. Shout out to Napster and LimeWire. No, Napster was not too bad. LimeWire, that was the, that was Wild Wild West. That was I right. That. Napster just say had a whole setup that wasn't like good for a lot of stuff. I guess now it initially started out illegal, and then they tried to go legit. But LimeWire was a hundred percent of the time just ripping stuff. Yeah, I think when Napster tries to go legit, everyone's like, "You're not cool anymore." You used to be right. cool, Napster. <laughs> But, uh, all right, talking of LimeWire, you could, on LimeWire, you'd be also be able to download movies. Segway. Boom. I like that. So, we decided we was going to watch, so we watched The Longest Yard and Mean Machine. Um, before we get into it, quick, quick, quick thoughts, because I was actually surprised because before this, I'd seen The Longest Yard. I've seen it many, many times, but obviously I rewatched it. Uh, but this was actually the first time I'd watched Mean Machine because I'm British, and any time I see a British film with all British people, for some reason, I think, ah, this would be shit. So I don't watch it. Really? Yeah. I don't know why, but I just... Wow. So I, mean, I, I guess t- that's your, your American coming out in you right now. Maybe. So out of the two... You hear that, Queen? She's over. Yeah, can't, she can't. She can't be seen anymore in this this view. But the old view, she used to be able to be seen. Anyway, she's there. She's watching over me. She's frowning. So she's not amused. Oh, no, I'm very upset. It's got Danny Dyer in. <laughs> um, which one? Do, okay, so uh, before we get into it and we break it down a little bit, what's your initial thoughts? Which one should you actually prefer more? Which do you think probably was a better long, movie? Probably Longest Yard, just because like I was already familiar with it. And it's like, I don't know, it just was like literally like, I don't know which one came out first. I guess The Longest Yard was first, because unless no. Mean Machine was a remake. No, so The Longest, out of the two we watched, 
But the um, concept of longest yard, unless oh, there was a, yeah. Uh, so obviously they were the Burt Reynolds up, one. Burt Reynolds came out first. Obviously. Was the OG one, and then Adam Sandler, which is what we're talking about. But like the concept of longest yard was already around. Then Me Machine came out with legitimately the exact same concept, but they were like, "But we don't play NFL football. We play we play soccer, association so like, football." Is that what they call it? I, it's just called football, but just for the sake, it's association football. That's where yeah, we play association football. That's so let's where... associate together and fight and play against the guards. And it had the same like, <laughs> "Hey, you better lose this game from the warden, or I believe the governor, as governor. they call it over there, the governor." Well, that's a fun fact. That's where. So there used to be two games in England. One called. So you know rugby, right? Yeah. So. Rugby originally was called rugby football, and then the yeah, other yeah, one like RFC was rugby called, football club. Yes, and the other one was called association football. But then it was that was too much to say, so they shortened it to rugger, which is rugby football, rugger, and association football got shortened to soccer. So it's actually the English that originally used the term soccer. So here's. Well, is that what like Bournemouth AFC is Association Football Club? Indeed I always thought it, it was Athletic Football Club. Oh, I believe it is Association Football Club, but maybe that, I'm wrong. That makes sense. But here's why. So I thought, shockingly, maybe it's because it's the first time I saw it, and maybe because it's my the bar was so low. So when I watched Me Machine, it was actually not that bad of a movie. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. But it was very thought, British. It was very British. But here's what I love, right? So you had very similarities. So you obviously had Adam Sandler and Vinnie Jones playing the same character, but obviously different names. Um, then you had a guy named Vaz Blackwood being his uh, best buddy. And Chris Rock played the buddy in the American version. Vaz Blackwood, as you may you might know from like Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch. A lot of these people were... So it was the same people that made Snatch, so they just grabbed all those people and were like, do you want longest, to make a funny movie? Longest Yard was just full of wrestlers and comedians, and Me Machine was just full of Snatch and Longs. Like yeah. Guy Ritchie. There was so much Snatch in it. So much Snatch. So much Snatch in that movie. Up to my ears in Snatch. There's Snatch everywhere. Uh, do you know what Snatch means in England? Or maybe it's the same thing it means here. Probably here. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. I Um, think we know what it means. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, uh, (laughs) I don't know why I put that up there, but I'm glad I got to use it. Um, So, yeah. So, but here's my thing. So, here's why I think the, the British version made the guards way easily, more easier to dislike them. I thought the the governor or the warden was way more evil. Because look at it. Okay, I added this one. Ready? How can you not know this guy is evil? Look at them eyebrows. He's got like Hunger Games eyebrows. Uh, Those are devil eyebrows. Yeah, dude. And like, who the fuck does that? Like, do you comb your eyebrows every morning? Fucking weirdo. But I swear they must have... He... He looks evil, but oh, there's something missing. I know. Get those devil horns that's, up there. That'll there do it. There we go. It's so, like, 
Is it like, like Corella Deville's husband? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, then Google, uh, Google, what is his fucking name? It's uh, David Hemmings. And you're going to see this, the state of this man. Jesus. Like, he looks like a... <laughs> He looks like he needs to be like managing, like a an evil wrestler, that the bad guy. He's the, the bad. G- yeah. So he's a very bad man, and even I'm talking like this. Send him to the solitary. Send him to the solitary. Uh, so yeah, he was bad. Uh, I don't think the other guy. I mean, he he's more slyly evil like he was like oh yeah i'm bad but uh yeah but which i because well, in the english version did you notice this um see i went over the jowls and i got spit over my beard but um in the english version it was vinnie jones or adam sanders that came up with the idea of having the match between convicts and guards Whereas in the American version, it was the warden that came up with the idea. What's up with that? Why did, Why is that necessary to change that? Uh, I guess... To change. I don't know. I think that they wanted to give, like, instead of just, like, a practice, the guys wanted, like, the warden wanted to actually put on a game that the guards could show off that they were better than the prisoners. And, and didn't it start with, uh, was the Vinnie Jones character? Wasn't he, like... Hey, well, what if, like, if you want me to coach you, your guys, what if you just scrimmage some of our guys in a, in a, in a match? And he was like, a game or a match? Or whatever the fuck that scene was. But, um, yeah, I, I think, I don't know. I, I liked a little bit of a difference in it. I mean, they I were basically like- a cookie-cutter version of each other just switch the sports. And, like, it was nice to have, like, one or two little pieces in it that weren't the exact same. Well, there was one major difference I'll get to in a second, but I did, like, the the reference, I guess, to dodgeball. It's not an obvious dodgeball in the American Adam Sandler version. Where for this would never happen. I mean, obviously it's a movie, so I guess it's not super realistic. But it was, this would never happen in the real world, where there was a game happening between prison guards and convicts, and ESPN said, "Yeah, we'll sh- we'll have it." I, I don't know. I think that's the Adam Sandler-iness in the movie where it's like, hey, let's get some ESPN personalities that he's already friends with. I was, what, was it like Dan Patrick that did it then? I think so. And then yeah. the... I mean, Dan Patrick's in every Adam Sandler movie anyway. So like, he was like, Dan, just do this. And he probably worked for ESPN at the time. So like, they were like, yeah, we don't care. It would have been if the little... Not, well, I guess no, this was before Dodgeball. So, but if there was like... Welcome to Prison Guards versus Convicts on ESPN, the Ocho. That would have been tight. I wouldn't say, I'm surprised that hasn't caught on. Why isn't that? It would have been on ESPN Plus now, I bet. Oh, yeah. For $70, you can watch <laughs> this shit. But, yeah, the biggest difference, though, I was... So, in the British version, obviously, he was, like, befriended by that the old man... Who was? I wrote it down somewhere in English, but uh, Doc, a guy named David Kelly played that Doc, the old man who's he tells his sad story about how he was like trying to kill someone, and he did it. He killed a guy, but then he also killed his like baby, and so he was all upset, and so he was like, "I deserve to be in here for eight." Do you, do you remember? Did you cry at that scene? Did you get emotional? I I didn't cry. But I felt but I thought, bad. 
for the guy a little bit. And then, so he, and then in the American version, it was skitchy, skitchy. Uh, but he was kind of a bit part, which is weird. Yeah. Weird. Until the end, when Adam Sandler was like, "Did you enjoy punching the warden?" Yeah. Okay, then I'm gonna do the game right. That was the other. <laughs> it was a bit. Uh, that was his inspiration. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but so in but in the the American version was it was with Chris Rock, unfortunately, caretaker. Who was Adam Sandler's best friend dies. This was a bit that kind of annoyed, not annoyed me. I think that's too much, too strong. But so obviously the two versions were obviously there was the Lockstock version and then the Adam Sandler. Hey, it's a comedy, feel good movie. Mm. But obviously they had to keep in some semblance of the original. So obviously someone dies, unfortunately. But so in the English version. They have that big build-up to where they're all together, they're all feeling good, and then the old guy goes, oh, I'll go to your cell and pick that thing up. And then he accidentally gets blown up, and everyone's all sad, and they have the funeral, and they're all like, oh, I'm going to do it for you, duck. Right, they have that mm-hmm. scene. But in the American version, there was none of that build-up. They had no... I don't know why Chris Rock was in his cell. He just walked in there. And decided to change the radio station. And then he blew up. And then I guess they quickly had the funeral. The, the turnaround was very quick because it was the night before the game. There was no investigation right. of the death. No, just stick him in the box. It'd be fine. But then <laughs> it's like next scene, they're in the locker room going, Oh, it's so sad that Chris Rock is dead. But look at these sweet uniforms he got us. Woo! It's like, oh, okay. And then straight away, like almost 30 seconds after he, this character, pivotal character that we all fell in love with, died, they were making a Goldberg's got a big dick joke. So, oh, okay. Did you not find that's, that weird? But that was, I thought it was funny. That's like, I mean, for Adam Sandler, that's right in his kind of wheelhouse. So I'm not like shocked that that was there. But I, I, don't know, I guess it's just how quick it was. Oh, we all miss Chris Rock. But Goldberg, yeah. here, here's your big joke strap. Oh yeah, I've got a big dick. Ah, let's play game. Woo! You gotta lighten the mood somehow, right? I guess. <laughs> and what lightens the mood more than a dick joke? I guess. Than a big dick joke, yeah. Do you reckon Goldberg does have a big dick? I would assume so. I don't know. He might have done steroids. Get I don't know. Sh- get some shrinkage from that. I've heard. You might be shocked to know that I have never touched steroids, so I wouldn't know. Me either, so... This, this, How about that? This this is all natural, baby. I'm clean, baby. Clean. Uh, and then the game. Final difference, which again, this is why I think I ultimately prefer the British version. And I'm trying to say as much as I can to try to sell you on this so it doesn't look like I'm just being... Um, you know, the <laughs> patriotic and all that good stuff. I'm gonna have to like cue cards of words, apparently. Yeah. The next step next week. Jot down a couple ideas next time. Just a couple of words. Patriotic. Um, 
is so at the end. So Danny Dyer was. So I don't know if you're familiar with Danny Dyer, big West Ham fan. Fun fact. Mm. Um, he played this character uh, where he was a very simple character i guess where he was all excited uh, to meet the vinnie jones and being like oh can you teach i want to play football like you and he was all excited that vinnie jones put him in the team or in the squad and then right at the end when it's 2-2 i believe the score was do you remember the score yeah it was 2-2 and he gives him the vinnie jones can score the winning goal but he's unselfishly passes it to danny dyer um whose name is I wrote it down and I was going to be all but who cares what his name is his name's Danny Dyer I'm going to throw my notes away <laughs> um, but he unselfishly passes to him and he scores a winning goal and he gets that celebration where he gets to put his shirt over his head like he did all the time and it was like oh, happy days but in the American version Adam Sarno was like fuck that I get the winning touchdown boom look at me I'm amazing well, he's Adam Sandler. He gets to do that. Is there any more of an American thing than that, though? No, but that's why we won the war, buddy. Don't get me started. We, took, we did it ourselves. If anything, it was an assist. You, I'll give you an assist on that. Because you, mm-hmm. you didn't come in until the, like, the fourth quarter. I mean, the Revolutionary War? Oh, I thought you were talking about... Second one. Oh, no, you know where we beat England, so therefore anything English is obviously inferior to ours at that point. Whatever. I, I remember. <laughs> I, I remember. I, Let's I look at the Olympic medals, buddy. I remember when uh, I first moved to America four years ago, and it was approaching my 4th of July, and we, they were going to have a party back when people could have parties and get together and gather and be close to each other. And... I was like, oh, this is going to be my first 4th of July party. And this guy come, looks at me straight-faced. Oh, do they not celebrate the 4th of July in England? No. No, we don't. It's a sad day. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got over it at this point. You know, I'm over it. But Do they like have like a remembrance of like, hey, that was bad? <laughs> that would be great like in England they had like just national fuck America day 4th of July that would be hilarious that would be but yeah ultimately uh, I thought I mean they were, it's even though they were very much the same movie they were at the same time very different I think it was very much a lock stock gritty feel good movie and then Adam Sandler was obviously an Adam Sandler movie Whereas, ah, dick jokes, <laughs> we win. I'm more here for the dick jokes. I feel like you are a big fan of the dick jokes. But uh, do you, do you think the at least then would you would you extend this olive branch? Did you think the the British version at least did did the story justice? Did you think it did it well, or was it? Yeah, I mean, it followed the same exact storyline. So yeah, I didn't think either one of them was a bad movie. No, which I, I'm okay. Maybe I'm thinking that because I went into the movie thinking that the British version was going to be terrible, and when it wasn't, maybe I'm like, "Holy shit, this should win an yeah. Oscar!" But that was that. Longest Yard, Me Machine, comparison, both good, both very different, both very much the same. It's 
craziness. How does we... There's something wrong with the Matrix. Pretty much. But that was fun. Did you enjoy the movies, though? Did you enjoy watching? Did you enjoy having homework? Um, well, I waited to the last minute to do it, so I guess that was the first... That felt like it was back at school again. Me too. I, I, knew, I was the one that came up with the idea, and then even like last night, I was like, shit, I need to watch the fucking movies. <laughs> but there we go. Um, let us know what you think. If you're watching, still in the comments, if you want, hashtag it. CBB... I also watched Longest Yard and Mean Machine, starring Adam Sandler and Vinnie Jones. Get that trending. Seems a little bit long. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Best setup ever. There you go. You took it. All right, so we've actually got some football to look forward to next week. West Ham are back on the weekend. So we're going to preview that. But before we preview that, let's get all the plugs in. Remember to follow... Me, pow, Mr. Mike Fish, follow Alex, pow, Alex J. Middleton, uh, follow us at CBB Pod on all the social medias. Um, but we have a very special announcement because there's until April 4th, I believe it is, uh, we have a very special sale on our merch. And I think we alluded to it last week when we gave mm-hmm. everyone the Apple Store Challenge. Please feel free to keep sending those in. Uh, go to Apple stores and s- subscribe to CBB Pod on all the iPhones. But our new T-shirt, which is Ow, Viva La Dimes. This is a great <laughs> goddamn T-shirt. Uh, you can order this now. Join the Dane Dimes revolution at merch.cbbpod and use the code Share the Love. I didn't come up with the code. It's a promotion done by uh, Spring who we use, but whatever. We'll, we'll take it. 10% off your order at checkout. Use the code share the love. Wear this t-shirt with pride. Uh, hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know when mine, hopefully mine will arrive a little bit early and I can wear mine next week. Uh, I have a strange feeling that you're going to be able to have yours because you got yours express, which I mm-hmm. didn't think to do. So hopefully you'll get yours soon. But yes, awesome t-shirt. You should check it out, buy it, tag us in it, and we'll give you a shout-out. Yeah, man. Right, West Ham take on Wolverhampton Wanderers on... Is it Saturday? Monday. Oh, is it Monday? It's a Monday game. Monday game. So it seems like about three months since West Ham last played. How are you feeling going into this game? Do you, are you feeling groovy? I feel like everybody internationally that's been playing has been playing pretty well. I know Suchek has been just burning down the fucking field every time. I think he had a hat trick. Um, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the English squad, but there were two. the first two matches, two hammers were man of the match, Jesse Lingard, Declan Rice. Declan Rice is just absolutely like, like it's it, – like you get that time to shine and it's like this he's he gets it he is in the moment right now and uh i think what what he was like a hundred percent passing last game that they did and i and i know they played like fucking not like some bosnia herzegovina or some shit like that where like it's a team that's like not gonna be really good but like you gotta beat at the teams you, you can and like declan rice is showing off when he's out there and yeah he, he looked great 
Yeah, they play so Albania together. Boom. Albania and San Marino. Which I again, San Marino didn't know that was a place. You like that's didn't. all these Euro qualifiers. It's like I don't even remember that half of these countries, like a lot of these smaller countries, existed. Like I was telling you before we started the podcast, like Gibraltar. I was like, oh, I forgot that that was a real place. Georgia. Georgia, yeah, Luxembourg. Uh, what's a good one? Azerbaijan. Did you know that one? Azure. Well, what didn't we? Isn't that where fucking what's his face is from? No, Algeria is where Ben Benny Han is from. Oh, I thought you was uh, I thought you was Azerbaijan. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. He is Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Um, um yeah like I belarus don't know, that's a good one Be- belarus i know they had like an international hockey team that was not ever good but was used to make the olympics so i knew belarus um what are, like bosnia herzegovina i've heard of it but like it's just like oh yeah that is a country used to be two i believe With bosnia and herzegovina and then they merged and like just like the czech republic czechoslovakia and Wait, was it, was it? It's Czechoslovakia and something else. But then they just were the Czech Republic. I don't know. I don't know. Did Czechoslovakia just break into two? Maybe it was one and now it's two. Yeah, I think I think there was more than this. Like Macedonia, I think, might have been in there. Maybe I'm making that up. But yeah. Anyway, Macedonia yeah. sounds like another place that would... Like, if you, like, just... Timbuktu, if they played Egypt, and you were like, oh, it's Euro qualifiers. I'd be like, oh, probably. Love Even though Egypt too. isn't in Europe. Euro. No, it's in the African... But they don't... Do they play in their own, like, tournament? The African Cup of Nations. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So we have here is it CONCACAF, which is Canada, United States, and Mexico. And then everyone and that's, else. That's our oh, Jamaica. Jamaica are pretty good. Oh, and like the islands, the islands, I guess. Like, yeah, because give Costa Rica and all of that. Um, but, but I do. But then, like, I do love the Concacaf qualifications for the World Cup because the way it's set up, it's pretty much okay. All you shitty teams, you have your own qualifications to work out who is not going to qualify because the United States and Mexico are going to qualify. That's pretty much. Well, because doesn't U.S. play like both of them every single like they play like, they play all of them twice? I feel like at some point, and it's like I like all of the teams that they play like oh sweet beat up on Aruba and they're like uh, somebody was sitting uh, I have a West Ham group chat and they're like man the U.S. squad looks pretty good and I was like well, I mean I don't judge a lot of it off of how we play against Jamaica. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't really think we're gonna play a bunch of teams with the caliber. Uh, like not not knocking Jamaica, they have sick ass jerseys, and I mean Michael Antonio is a uh, Jamaican player now, so we're very big Jamaica fans. If yeah, I was the upset. Not in it. I was upset he wasn't playing against the United States. Maybe it was too early. But uh, yeah, I, I I hope Jamaica. Chile is always Cup, fun, just so I can. Uh, Chile is not in. They're not in Concacaf though. Are they not? Oh, they're South America, aren't they? They, Fuck. they play with like Brazil and Argentina. And so why don't we just mix all that shit? It seems like that would be easier. Because then like it should the... be like South America, North America. Boom! They did it, nailed it. And then you can have you... as many fucking countries as like all the Euros do. The United Continents of America. 
Well, no, I don't want to like. Obviously, I want to be the United States, but like that would be what you call like the the the, the North yeah, and, okay. yeah the UCA the the Cup of the Americas would be an awesome thing. It's North South America. Boom, nailed it. But but do you think if USA were in the same qualifiers as Argentina, Brazil? Oh, they'd get fucking Chile. smoked. But like it would it would be more realistic as like where you're like, oh, Europe, ninety seven thousand fucking countries play each other, and then Concacaf, there's like twelve. And also, I think in the long term, I think the USA would improve if they had to play Argentina and Brazil, Brazil. On a basis. <laughs> Chile. Yeah, like all the good teams from our side of the globe, at least. But the USA love losing to a nobody. Because you see the under twenty, is it under twenty threes for the Olympics? They, yeah. Well, but like the 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 reasoning is, and that's why like when when they talk about like trying to grow the game of soccer, it's like, dude. We're not, we're not there. We're not really working on it because, yeah, I get it. Like, all of the people that would be in the U20s are in the fucking actual squad, the World Cup squad. But, like, in England, they have people that are good enough to be in the U20s to still qualify and shit like that because they are growing the game as opposed to here where, yeah, it's slowly growing, but we just don't have the talent. Well, I think there's so many other sports people go into. I do th- I think the problem with the USA was at a time when Christian Pulisic signed for um, who was he playing for before for Chelsea? Uh, but Russia Dortmund. Russia. Uh, so I think he was like, "Oh shit, he's doing really well in a big European league." Pretty much, the USA soccer company, whatever the fuck they're called. Pretty much just like, let's just nailed it. We got a good player. Relax now. Right, it's like you have to have a couple of those. You, you need more than one. Sorry. So, but I mean, they, they're growing it. I'll give them credit because what now? Barcelona has like their right back is an American. Oh, really? Yeah, Barcelona. There's an American in the Barcelona like starting 11. He's doing well. So it's and then we growing. got Tyler Adams at RB Leipzig. Um,. I know there are quite a few guys I know that are like secondary players, but that's that's cool that like we're seeing United States people over there. Like, yeah, that, no, that's think... a start. We just need this to be more consistent. I saw a lot of people complaining. I guess that they were like, or not maybe not complaining, but like, oh yeah, they're only good, but they're playing in Europe. Well, fuck, who cares? As long as they're playing somewhere that they're getting better, it's just gonna help. Yeah, you're not gonna like the MLS level is like it peaks at about here and then like premier league is just not even on the charts so like getting to play against those guys is only going to make you better it's like like me on call of duty i fucking suck at call of duty but sometimes i hop on with my friends that are good and like me having to just get my ass kicked has slowly made me a little i'm not good but i'm just i'm slightly a little bit better so you know right so like that i don't know i feel like that that and works. What's going to inspire the next generation? What's going to inspire a nine-year-old, eight-year-old to start playing football? Are they going to when they see an American crushing it in the Premier League? Or like, I don't feel like a lot someone... of like, kids are watching Premier League right now. Like, to be you honest, don't... nowhere near as many are watching the NFL, and that's oh. just like the that's just yeah. the problem. Like, you have to be like born into like a family that watches soccer, I think, or you have to like quickly get into it. And I think people are, but like, there's like, there we don't have like the academies that run like they do over there or rest around the rest of the world and shit. Like we have like, we're working on it, but it's just like the the U.S. isn't there. So when people are like, well, we're not good at 
But oh, like, and then like, like if you want to look at like a, a like, like soccer around the world is developed for men way better than it is for women, and the, like, they, it's just it's a second tier sport to so many people. But then, oh hey, what's up, Katie? Hey, Katie. But it's a second tier sport to so many people. But then like. Like, like the women are fucking crushing it at it. So like, like, like if I, that's the West, the U.S. team I care about in the Olympics is the women's team. Let's go, well, Alex maybe, Morgan. Maybe that's what NBC needs to do, like, because NBC has is it Monday night or Sunday night football? NBC. Uh, they have Sunday night football. Monday night football is ESPN. Maybe they need again some synergy, not only to help themselves but also to help America. They could like during Monday night football when lots of people are watching have like some like crazy music video with like christian Pulisic like playing for america and then clips of him scoring these crazy goals for chelsea and be like look at these americans in the premier league i feel like that's what like nbcsn does alexi las goes out there and he gives you like some trash commentary and then he's like hey i mean we've got christian Pulisic." Huh? DeAndre Yedlin, remember him? And then they're like, Alexei, let's see a picture of you when you played on the national team again. I was like, we've all seen that picture 87 times. But the I problem is... He walks into like, the station with it every day. He's like, remember when I played on the national team? The problem is no one watches NBCSN. That's why they're shutting it down. Right, yeah. It's just going to go to... Well, uh, it's just going to go to uh, Peacock everything. Peacock, basically. and then I think... ESPN is going to get some Wednesday Night Hockey is going to USA Network, I think. Yeah, I don't know. But I've always liked NBCSN. It's just like like when there's not like hockey or soccer season, it's just like they're dead. Like all of their non-sporting programming kind of sucks. Yeah. They apparently in the press release, they were like, oh, we was hoping this was going to be our version to ESPN. No, and I, no. I get that, but like, and I, I get ESPN is a bunch of fuckfaces sometimes, and they do a bunch of shit that's stupid a lot of times. But like, they're they're ESPN, like they were the first; they're gonna always be there for like, for now. I I mean, I think that there's a lot of people at ESPN that are annoying to me, but like, I watch ESPN all the time because they have good shit on there. I think ESPN, what ESPN has going from is is the history. When you, you were just born of, into it. I when grew you think up of every sports, day when I'd get home from school, I'd, to, I'd turn on to Sports Center. ESPN. Every night when I'd go to bed, I'd have Sports Center on. My girlfriend, uh, when we first started uh, hanging out, she would. Uh, I remember she was like, "I hate when you like fall asleep on the remote and then I have to listen to Sports Center seventy-eight times." <laughs> like again, the same, the same show again. Like, oh yeah, it does. That, that would be. Who is the host of Sports Center? Who's that bald guy with the glasses? Uh, Scott Van Pelt, he's probably one of the best. I really like John Butchergrass because he throws a lot of hockey knowledge in there. And I like when he throws song lyrics into the highlights he does. He was a real big Avid Brothers fan. And a lot of times, anytime there's a Brooklyn team playing, they'll be like, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, take me in. And it's a Avid Brothers reference. And so like, whenever he's doing like a Nets highlight, that always makes me happy. The only problem I have with the bald guy with the glasses, what was his name again? Scott Van Pelt. I love Scott, Scott Van Pelt. But he has... Careful. No, but he has a certain face and a voice and a tone of voice. And I was whenever, like whenever after watching like the Giants lose a game in prime time, and then it cuts straight into Sports Center on Monday night, and he would just instantly remind me, "Oh, the Giants did this." I was, shut up! 
I hate yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's always giving you the bad news after after the loss. So I just uh, watched it. Talk about something else. I don't know. I really think that bad beats is something he does. And as a gambler, I think that's one of my favorite segments that he does. I think I think it's a daily thing he does on ESPN Plus. But it used to be a once a week like bit on the Scott Van Pelt show. And his producer Stanford Steve is also a big gambler. And I, like they always will just show like like for instance like the U of H. Oregon State basketball game last night. If you had U of H minus eight, they were covering until Oregon State made a basket. Like they made a three pointer right at the end with like three seconds left, and it would have fucked you. And it's just like all like the dumb plays that go and would screw over a bet. And I enjoy I enjoy watching that because like it's not just me. See, it's not just me that had that. It happened. And good. I'm glad. I'm glad somebody else felt that way. And then when it's whatever your bad beat was that lost you money, you're, yeah. See. See, it was a bad beat. It was. They have it on ESPN today. And they have the, the top five plays of the day or something. Yeah, and then anytime like West Ham has, has been on there a couple times, and I always, uh, I feel like when our show's starting, it's always doing the top ten. And uh, when like, who was the goal that we had? It was the Lanzini goal, I think, was the most recent one. Or who had a who had a bicycle kick? Uh, that was. Your your favorite player, Sebastian Elia. No, no. Well, he was that was one too. But there was a there was another West Ham one that was just a fucking. Maybe it was Jesse Lingard's goal. I don't I don't know. Uh, it, it, but we've been on it a couple times. But I remember the deck, uh, the the uh, Manuel Lindzini goal against Tottenham was number one, and just where he just had that Hummer, and I was like, we're number one on Sports Center. And it's like I felt that way when the Giants would have a number one play, or like when I was in in college at Sam Houston, we played Kentucky. Uh, in basketball one one year and our guy had a dunk and he was the number four play on sports center i thought that was the coolest thing like little sam houston state but it's like anytime it's your team on sports center i still get that like fuck yeah best play of the day and it's like that like they're always gonna have people like that. i remember once where it must like, have been a slow it was either a slow sports day or no one did anything amazing i i think like the number one was like some granny at halftime made like a shot or something <laughs> do you remember that where she i can't, yeah. remember, I can't remember it was like she, or it was like she rolled I, I i she did something that was pretty amazing but it was like it just made me laugh that this granny was the number one player on sports <laughs> must be a slow day right guys must be a slow day did you know texas has the same colors in its flag as the usa texas starts with a t and ends in an s like the word trees Trees, <laughs> and there are lots of trees in Texas. Fun fact. And that's why it was named that way. All right, who do we got against Wolves? Uh, well, what wolves is what is your prediction? We wolves, beat them uh, three nothing, four nothing last time. Four nil. Four nil, three nil. What's that? Four? I'm gonna go back because I, I think it was. That was four. one of those. That we like because it was them and Leicester. I feel like we're fairly close together. We were just like we are gonna be good this year. It was but we were still nil. uncertain whether or not we should buy in. Jared Bowen with two goals, Raul Jimenez with an own goal, and then Elia with a goal. May he rest in peace when he passes. So and and then I guess I still like whenever I see we're playing Wolves, I still get. A... <gasps> Because they were really good last year, but and they, they always really... fucked us up. Ever since they were in the Premier League until earlier this year, they fucked us up, and that was the monkey we need to get off our back. 
And now I think we're just, dude, everybody's playing well in the international brick. Like I said earlier, I think we're going to come and we're going to fuck some shit up, bro. Let's score three. Let's score three. I want Lingard to score one, maybe two. Let's get uh, Suchek. He's on a, he's a scoring machine. It's going to be three, three, one, three, one. And I, maybe I say this every week now, but I think this is going to be the game. Benny Hanna's going to score a goal. Ah, yeah, let's do it. If Benny Hanna scores a goal, we're dropping the Benny Hanna shirts. And, but maybe it could be even four, because I think I'm. I'm. Hey, if you wanted to be ten nil, I'm. I'm all for that as long as it's West Ham with the ten. Because I think Craig Dawson. I think he's going to come out swinging. Oh, it, oh yeah, redemption goal. game. Yeah, he's going to be like the own no, goals. And well, Sutek. No, he scored he one. Didn't Suchek score on goal? Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Suchek, but Suchek got something to prove. He's been a little pissed off, playing well over over uh, for the Rep- the Czech Republic. And then, uh, yeah, man, he's he's going to get it done. Suchek's going to score. Lingard's going to score. Let's do this. Did she... Um, I think it might be actually on... It might be in England and Sky Sports where someone was talking about like West Ham and like the mid... The midfield two of Suchek and Declan Rice who have been like an amazing partnership and blah blah blah. And someone was like, We're about Declan Rice he's only scored one goal and it's a penalty. Is he really that good of a player? And this this I he's I can't remember the the guy, but he was he was no association with West Ham, never played for West Ham, blah blah blah. But he just like went off almost. It's like when you're like you're a defensive midfield two with Suchek <laughs> and Suchek has scored eight goals your job is not to score goals. Declan Rice is a great player. He makes went people off. around him better, yeah. So, yeah. Declan Rice, amazing player. Uh, I don't know why I just brought that up, but it just reminded me. Of, he is, uh, dude. We love Declan Rice. He's going to stay here. He's going to stay here. Rice, Rice, baby. And But then also, I, I feel for some reason, I feel Antonio wants to score a goal. Oh, he's due. So I think... I. Yeah, you know, Lingard. Everybody score? What if we all just had everybody score goals? <laughs> I think Lingard, Suchek, <laughs> Ben Rama, Dawson. It's five nil. Fabianski's I mean, due, dude. He hasn't scored in a while. Fabianski hasn't scored in a long time. I don't think I can't tell you the last time Fabianski scored. So maybe he's due. So yeah, that's my prediction. West Ham five. Wolves oh, nil. doing it. You're doing it. Okay, I'm gonna go three one just to be modest. But we both have said we're gonna score three goals, so I'm cool with that. Yes. If the over-under on this is two and a half, like, just fucking hammer the over. Oh, this this is not going to be a nil-nil game. This Let me is, go this, see this if I can find a line on this game real fast. While you're looking for a line on this game, uh, a quick little interesting... Oh, shit, my face is so bright now. Because um, we've got coming up... Oh, Katie with 7-0. Katie predicts 7-0. 7 nil. Seven nil. What are you, crazy? I love it. I love it, Katie. Maybe Ben Johnson. We'll win by a, a we'll win by a fucking touchdown. Let's do it. All right, no, before we go off, Katie, I need you if you're gonna if you're gonna say seven nil, you know, I said five nil and I named all the scorers. I wanna know who's scoring and how many to make up your seven nil. Type that in the comments now right now. It's your homework, Katie. I wanna see this before we go off. Yeah. Um but this Wednesday, this Wednesday I think it's Wednesday. Uh, England, England play Poland, which means it's probably going to be Declan Rice attempting to score goals against Fabianski. Well, you know, he doesn't score enough goals, dude. 
it's gonna be interesting. All right, uh, over uh, over under is two in the game, and I am hammering it. Apparently, now Katie's saying she was kidding since I said that no, was Katie. Scoring. No, you gotta be serious. You put it out there in the universe, Katie. Katie, you said it. Okay, we will win three now. All right, I can live with three now, which is still the over. So bet. What did we learn today, guys? Bet the over, as long as it is below three. And what did you say? What bet. is it? It what is you, two you, right now. So you're how much? Are you putting like a five hundred dollars on that? I'm hammering it. I'm hammering that, Mike. I'm hammering it. I put I put a good chunk. Put a good chunk. I don't want to. We don't need to talk money and dollars and cents on this show, but let's just say that's how confident I am in our boys. And maybe it's just me having having a week off with them two okay lingard two suchek one is what katie says and you know dude i totally think that like if every game we could just get three goals out of the two of them it's perfect right drum roll five nil and that is my luck of the week (laughs) that's totally totally worth it especially for everybody that was listening Oh, they're not going to hear that. I'm going to oh, okay. edit the shit out of that. <laughs> so if you're listening to on Spotify, you're going to be like, wait, what are they talking about? Edit what? Well, really, you just put a picture up on the screen. So there we go. Yeah, totally worth it. And uh, next week, I'm probably going to have the videos, but fun fact. So who's going to score? Uh, we have Katie with Antonio scores two field goals. That's six points. So that's actually really good. So so she's pretty much backing up my seven five. Well, she's going six nil. Yeah, because then she also had Lingard and Suchak scoring. That's so that's what eight nil. Let's just give everybody goals, dude. All the goals. So all the goals. Eight nil is Katie's vibes only out of this international break. Luck of the week. A stone cold luck of the century of the week. Don't, don't put that guy up there. He's evil. All right. Probably a Wolves fan. Probably. So, yeah. Probably. So, we're going to win. Uh, but the only exciting thing is that I do believe... And we're all rooting for the over. So, that's good, too. So, the good thing is... So, we're two points behind Chelsea in the race for Champions League. And we still have to play them. So, pretty much all we need to do is win. All we do is win, 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 no matter what. Uh-huh. I think that's what DJ Khaled taught me. Yes. And then if we beat Chelsea, Champions League guaranteed pow. Dude, that'd be so sick for at least until we actually had to play that schedule. But like, I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it either way. Well, positive thinking because we, we were talking about Dave Gettleman being an asshole before and now he's kind of redeeming himself. So hopefully if we qualify for Champions League, that's GSBN. GSB redeem themselves and do we have to make the shirts print the shirts i think it's too early for the shirts gsbn i think that's gsbn gsbn dude let's do that and then like we'll just isolate ourselves from every west ham person on twitter ever how dare you (laughs) sorry we thought it was cool to be good we just want to be different excuse us for appreciating and then maybe they'll see that we appreciate them because nobody else does. 
And, and then, then guess like, who Mike, Mike and Alex might be getting free tickets to West Ham games and hopefully like fly on private jets with porn stars because they're, you know, they're into that. They love that. Here's a fun fact, though. So <clears throat> when I was living in England, I worked my job I had. I worked every Saturday. So if I wanted to go to a West Ham game, I would have to book the day off and it used to be a pain in the ass. So I would only go to the rare like midweek games so whenever i used to go to west ham it's always like midweek under the lights as they say uh-huh. or i would book a day off and go to a, week, uh, a saturday game so i didn't go to like a shit ton of west ham games but i went to quite a, a lot and fun fact i have never ever 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 seen west ham lose in person I mean, that enough to me feels like reason for to them to bring you out together. there. But I always right. say, like, because of my luck, if West Ham decided, well, shit, Mike has never witnessed West Ham live, uh, lose live. We'll yeah, don't tell them that. And then, but no, my luck, I'd go to all 38 games and withdraw all 38 games, get 38 points, get relegated. That's probably my luck. <laughs> <laughs> has that ever happened? That hasn't happened. That's not a real no, thing. That's never happened. But talking about relegation, I think You're like, we didn't lose; we were undefeated. Mathematically, if we draw or win, which we are going to win, we're going to beat Wolves. We're going to win. We are we're mathematically winners. secured from relegation. Dude, we're already secured from relegation, bro. And, but mathematically, we are guaranteed. Mathematically, not okay. to be relegated this season. Fun fact. Right, so I'm going 5 0. Alex is going 3 1. Uh, Katie is going 7 0. We're doing big things here. I'll be enjoying All the wins. All on the goals. Monday. So I will be working. Uh, watching that. So, yeah. Make sure you follow us before we end the show. Make sure you follow us. I'm Mr. Mike Fish. He is Alex J. Middleton. We are at CBB Pod on every fucking thing. Go buy Danny Dimes, Viva La Dimes shirt at much.cbbpod.com. Use the code share the love to get 10% off that order. Any, yeah, any last words? Any last words? Um, I'm doing a gambling like little show. I'm testing it out this week. I don't know if it's gonna be permanent, but um, we forgot. Wait, yes, of course, yes. So before we get into that, obviously, past the gravy episode 400 was last week. Make sure you check that shit out. It was awesome. It was live. It was shit. There was no technical difficulties at whatsoever on my end. On your end, none of my end. On two thirds of the show, there were the the was broadcasting did not have technical difficulties. But it was great. Episode this is the majority of the show. Episode 401 is tomorrow. What's happening on episode 401? Well, as you may or may not know, we are huge Lil Nas X stands on Past the Gravy. You know, we go to war for Lil Nas X, and people are coming for the king. The king dropped an absolute fire song and music video on Friday last week, and then trolled everybody by getting some custom Nikes put out that everybody got freaked out about. He grinded on the devil. Like, he fucking broke the internet again, and everybody's just falling into his trap. He's the number one sh- song in the, in, in the world right now, and we're gonna just go off on this king, because he's so awesome. Uh, if y'all haven't heard 
like call me by your name go check that song out though but um then we're gonna talk some college basketball we got a mock draft that i don't know we're gonna what, what the mock draft is this week i don't know what it's gonna be but it Ooh. could be something interesting could be something interesting but uh we're gonna have a fun time we're gonna answer some questions tell you guys what's been pissing us off this week and uh, it should be a good episode past the gravy pod on twitter and instagram past the gravy podcast on facebook and then obviously we taught everyone how to make some money on the west end game by betting the over uh but alex Over. you give daily gambling advice on the pasta gravy twitch account what are you doing there yes so i'm uh I, I i don't know i had a subscription service to something that we had done our 400th episode with and it was at least a month long so i was trying to see if it's worth the cost in the long run uh i tweet out every day i am a functioning degenerate gambler is what i'd like to call myself um but uh i I tweet out at Gravy Gambles every every day what I bet on, and I just felt like maybe I'd try out on on Twitch or our Facebook page just to see like if anybody gives a shit like why I'm picking who I'm picking. So like I basically will go and then explain my picks for five to six minutes a day, and you can join live, you can watch it after it's been recorded. But I don't know, it's a little bit of fun if you want to watch some some gamble and talk. Go ahead and do that and join the gamble game at Gravy Gambles on Twitter. At Gravy Gambles on Twitter. Past the gravy pod on Twitch, uh, but yeah. So if you are watching us, whether live or on demand, make if you want to listen to the audio version, we are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you are listening to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, we do this live each and every Tuesday at six PM Eastern, five PM Central, eleven PM GMT British time on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Check out our socials for the links. Uh, but I think that's it. Good night from me. Good night from Alex. Uh, until then, see you next Tuesday.